Welcome to episode 53 of The Ball Run, official podcast for Snooker Pro Stuart Bing. This Cogito PR produced content is sponsored by Q Creator, the experts in bespoke Q design. This is a show in which I, sports journalist James Colasanti, ask the man nicknamed Ball Run about recent results, life on tour, and life in general. Good morning, mate. How are you today? Yeah, not too bad. Just just got in from dropping Marnie off at school. Uh, the weather's just holding up, so yeah, all, all good. Good, good. Nice to see you still on the school run. So, just on Marnie, she's... How old is she nowadays? I'm just trying to work it out. Six. Blimey! So what's, so what's that in old money? She's like sort of second year at primary or something, is she? Or... No, year one. Oh, still year one, is it? God. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, I'm glad you did the school run. I bet that's interesting for you, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, actually, it, it's good that we've done this today because I got out the uh, Eucharist today, so right. perfect. Nice one. <laughs> I could just see you sticking it up on the curb and then running in before you get a ticket or yeah. however it goes down. <laughs> exactly, yeah. that's the one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, look, we just had a quick chat off air. Um, you, you said you get, you're getting the table recloth today, right? You know, what, yeah. Um, I, I posted on there, I, I normally use World Snooker, but they couldn't get it done until uh, the World Snooker sort of, uh, the World Championship started. So uh, I posted that on Facebook, and uh, guys from Wales, Camelot Q Sports, have uh, come to my rescue. Um, they were doing Neil Robertson's table yesterday, and they've sort of come down from Cambridge last night, and obviously doing the table as we speak. Right. Oh, good. They got some good clients, have they? Oh, just quickly yeah. on, on the on the um, on the table read cloth. Is, is it like a standard thing, or can you tell them to sort of set it in a certain way? I don't really know the, the science, sort of science behind that. Oh right. yeah, no, like, it's just standard. Um, obviously, we use like number ten, right? Um, and and uh, cloth six eight eleven on the cushion. So right. what we use on tour. So a few people use different cloths. Yeah. Um, to to all keep their table running quick and things like that, but. I always think that you've got to use the uh, cloth what we use on tour. So yeah, try and replicate um, the conditions. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, well, look, we'll take the snooker chronologically. Um, it was the Championship League winners group uh, in early March. Um, you, you didn't progress from the group, but obviously you, you did well to put your, your spot there in the first place. Um, there were some really decent players um, in that. Um, so, from your point of view, was it just a case of not really getting going with it? Yeah, I obviously had chances in every match, just couldn't seem yeah. to keep it going through the match. Um, two, first first match against Neil Robertson, 2-0 up, should have won 3-0, three, three should have won 3-1, end up, end up needing a good clearance to beat him 3-2. Um, and then I think the next next game, John Higgins, I think I was 2, I think I might have been 2-0 up against John and ended up losing 3-2 and then sort of the wheels sort of fell off. Sort of making hundred first frame and then losing three ones and things like that. So mm. uh, game sort of game was sort of there, but just weren't sort of uh, good enough to keep it going all the way through the match sort of thing. So mm. um, yeah, obviously frustrating. I think I finished sixth, um, but yeah, just definitely had the chances to get to the semi final sort of thing, top four. Yeah. Yeah, obviously with that format, it is a bit wham-bam, isn't it? It's just like, yeah. you know, a couple of frames and, it, and that's it, it's gone. So um, it gets away from you. But, um, I mean, after that, it was, a, it was a trip to Thailand for the six Reds uh, where you produced yeah. uh, some good stuff to win the group and then, and then you beat Ricky Walden. 
Um, you know, well, it's, you, you played in the final there before, um, and then and then you went on before uh, you lost to eventual champion uh, Ding Jinhui in the quarters. Uh, it's Thailand, so did you enjoy the trip? And and did you think you might win it after those um, four decent wins to start with? Yeah, um, yeah, I feel like my game's getting stronger. Obviously, went out, done an exhibition down in Pattaya, um, had a good night with Joe Perry, um, Jimmy Robertson was there, Rob Milkins was there, so uh, my friends over there, Curtis and and uh, Ivan, uh, we had yeah had a good night, and then um, yeah, obviously next day went back to Bangkok and obviously done the um, six reds, and mm. yeah, uh, sort of started off started off okay in, in the group. Uh, felt like my game was getting stronger and stronger. Obviously, good win over Ricky, and then uh, just come up against a thing who, who just really outsafed me. Um, mm-hmm. Felt like uh, if I could get in the balls, I'd, I'd score well. And uh, his safety was just too good. Um, he just kept me tight, and um, yeah, he played well. And I thought he was, he was definitely the man to beat. Obviously, he beat Ronnie Brown before me as well. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, obviously got it to lose, but um, it, it was good to make sure we win a few matches, get a bit of confidence as well. Um, most recently for you, it was the WST Classic, <clears throat> where you beat Chinese woman uh, Ong Yi Un uh, 4-0, then Matthew Stevens 4-2, uh, you beat Martin Gould 4-1, uh, Nopon uh, Sekam 4-2, and then you lost 4-2 in the, in the quarterfinals to Ali Carter. Um, and Carter went on to lose 5 0 in the semis to eventual champion Mark Selby. Uh, it was uh, obviously another handy run to the last eight here. Um, were you pleased with your showing overall? Um, yeah, someone would have said before, and obviously I ain't won a ranking event match, I think, in the last sort of six events, sort of thing. So um, I needed a win, and uh, yeah, say someone before I said you'd get the quarters, so I'd make sure you ripped the round off. Um, obviously frustrating I was tuning up on Ali in the quarters and then I broke off he caught the long red made 80 I think uh, he broke off I missed the long red left him in he made 70 and then again I broke off he made 60 so from tuning up I broke off and missed one long red and that's sort of what you get sometimes when you're, you're playing obviously other top players and uh, frustrating I had a chance to make it free all um messed up and uh, yeah obviously in the end I was, I was gutted I lost sort of in the quarters but like I say beforehand it, I'd, I'd have ripped their hand off but um, yeah good good showing it, it sort of puts me sort of gets me in the right frame of mind for the world championships coming up in a couple of weeks no, just in general terms, I wanted to get your quick take on comments in recent weeks from the likes of uh, Ronnie O'Sullivan, Neil Robertson, uh, Mark Allen, about the tour uh, perhaps not being what um, it should be this season. Um, also in this area, I was, I was working on a piece last night about Sean Murphy talking about um, the crowds being down at uh, this week's tour championship. So, I mean, you, you're as well placed as anyone. So where do you think the tour is at, um, is at, at the moment, mate? Um, is it just fine or, or could, they do, could, be do, could they be doing better? Yeah, the people in control could definitely be doing a lot better. They've um, they've sort of waited for the China to uh, come back on mm. and uh, say uh, to come back on tour. And it looks like it, hopefully next season it, it's going to uh, good tour. Sorry, so do, you, do you think that's the key to it? I know because I've obviously known the China and the economics, the pandemic. I've seen that. Do, do you think that will be the, the secret source that will get it all sort of going again? Yeah, I, I think, like I say, I think World Snooker have been waiting 
for China. Mm. Um, I think they could have maybe probably looked at different avenues, sort of like say, you've got Europe at the moment, you've got people like Luca uh, and a few other um, Belgian players playing well, mm. doing well. Um, I think there, there should have been maybe different avenues they've gone down instead of putting all their eggs in one basket with China. Um, but hopefully the, we'll sort of see the light at the end of the tunnel and uh, hopefully, like I say, next season. But yeah, the tour this year, there have been far too many gaps. It, it feels like it was back before sort of pre-Barry Hearn. It was back then, it was like six tournaments. I think what, what, where we've had sort of 20, 25 tournaments a year, mm. I think this year there was 12 and it, it felt like there it, it was too many sort of six and seven week gaps between tournaments mm. uh, where they've done qualifiers and, and things like that they've tried to make the calendar look busy um, for the obviously for certain players top 16 and, and players playing the top 16 they've had obviously longer gaps and uh, I think that, I think for a lot of top players it's sort of shown in their game sort of no one no really top player have got in any sort of rhythm Right. Yeah. Um, I think that's maybe why you've had people like sort of um, Rob Milkins doing well. You had uh, Chris Wakefield obviously won the shootout and then sort of started to play well, um, and, and other players like that. Just outside the 16, where they've had qualifiers and things like that, they've, they've sort of maybe kept going and got on a bit of a bit of a run. But yeah. So the top 16 normally you, we've normally got a sort of tournament at least every other week and. Uh, where that ain't been the case, I think that sort of top players have maybe probably gone, like I say, gone down different avenues, playing like the old McPaul um, and, and doing other stuff. So um, I think that's maybe probably the key of what's happened on tour this year. Yeah, that's really interesting about the the schedule relating to the match sharpness of the, of the very top players. You know, I think the layman perhaps don't think doesn't think of it in those sort of terms. But yeah, that's interesting how that then obviously has an impact on who wins in the rankings and everything else. So. Um, Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Thanks for that. I mean, I mean, look, talking to top players, we'll finish with a look ahead to um, to the World Championship, which gets underway in Sheffield next month. Uh, Ryan Day's defeat to Mark Selby in Hull last night, um, uh, just on that nice maxi, and a rare sixteen Red Bull clearance from from Ryan there, by the way. Um, anyway, it means that the top sixteen uh, are now uh, confirmed uh, for the Crucible, and you will take your place among them again. Um, so, how much are you looking forward to it, and and how will you be preparing over the next fortnight? Yeah, obviously, always look forward to it. Um, it's like you say, as soon as you start talking about it, the butterflies come. So, mm. it still definitely means something to sort of end the, end the season at the Crucible Theatre uh, is, is special. And um, yeah, say obviously got a, got a good practice session next week, playing Matt Sell a couple of times. I've got uh, Neil Robson week after I'm practicing Ronnie. So um, while the qualifiers is on, it's sort of... I've that's, got good, that's your run to the final there, isn't it, mate? Exactly. I think it is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's good to sort of practice with people that you're yeah. probably going to compete with, especially at that level. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, obviously, I, I don't think... Um, with Dean still in the tournament, I don't think my... Um, I think I'm 14th at the moment, but I could maybe slip down to 15th. Mm. 15 wins his next match, I think. Yeah. I was looking, so uh, yeah. So at the moment, I'm 14, but yeah. So what we just over two weeks away, and um, yeah, obviously looking forward to it. And so you put the hours in, and uh, I think a few. Sort of, I think I've got a charity golf day uh, for prostate cancer uh, on the seventh, 
uh, with my friend, so uh, get that out of the way and then it'll be full steam ahead for, for the Crucible.